I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh here on The Fan, live from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios. GeneWagnerPlumbing.com for all of your plumbing needs everywhere you go wisconsin's all in staying six feet apart and keeping gatherings smaller always we can help defeat the virus be a good neighbor show us how you're all in using hashtag we are all in learn more at we are all in wi.com joining us now from the saint paul pioneer press friend of the show chris thomason chris thanks for coming in uh on man appreciate it yeah, I'm on the big show. You guys are putting pressure on me. It's not the media show, the small show, the big show. Yeah, it's the big show, man. That's how it, how, yeah. it's how we roll. All right, so first things first, uh, obviously uh, no Danielle Hunter uh, this week for the Vikings. How then does that affect their defense, and who replaces them? Well, uh, Afadi Odenabo, who had been slated to be a starting defensive end before they acquired Yannick Igakwe, he – will step in as the other starter. And uh, he had a solid year last year. He had a breakthrough season, was third on the team with seven sacks. So he'll uh, step up. But everybody had been kind of uh, waiting for this game since the trade for uh, Yannick last week of this being kind of the unveiling. Uh, Yannick was talking about how they want to have the best defensive end duo in the NFL. But uh, – that's going to be on hold for at least three weeks since Daniil Hunter went to injured reserve. You know, yeah, and talk a little bit about this defense because I think when you look at, when you think about Mike Zimmer, you think about their defense. I mean, you look at the two corners. I mean, the two corners are relatively young, but your safeties are pretty good. Do they still feel good about their defense like they felt in years past? Well, from my opinion, this could be the first year of Mike Zimmer's seven at Minnesota in which, the offense is better than the defense. I actually asked Zimmer about that a couple of weeks ago, and he kind of bristled and said, well, we'll see about that. He uh, takes great pride in his defense, of course, being a former defensive coordinator and the play caller. But they did lose five key players from last year's defense. Then they signed Michael Pierce to be their big run stopper at nose tackle after they had lost Lindell Joseph. He opts out of the season due to the coronavirus. And then, uh, you know, I mentioned the trade for Igakwe last week. So then they do that, but then they lose Daniil Hunter. So it's kind of been a little bit Mm -hmm. of uh, one step forward, another step back. Uh, So uh, we'll just have to see. And like you touched on the young cornerbacks, they don't have a cornerback on the roster older than the age of 23. 
They've got uh, two third-year guys who will start on the outside in Holden Hill and Mike Hughes. But uh, after that, in the pecking order, it's a couple of rookies and Jeff Gladney and Cameron uh, Danzler, you know, when they go to the nickel situation or uh, rotate on the outside. Yeah, Chris, I got two controversial questions for you real quick. The first one is you got you got uh, Alvin Kamara, you got Aaron Jones, and you got Dalvin Cook. I don't know which one will get signed first, but it seemed like Dalvin Cook was trying to force their hand a little bit as far as um, trying to get a contract done. I guess they're going to let him play it out. Well, yeah, I was on that Zoom call yesterday, and he, for the first time regarding a contract, seemed a little perturbed that nothing was done. But the bottom line is the Vikings hold all the cards. Yes, they do. They can franchise him after this season. They can even franchise him the year after. The franchise tag is going to go down, most likely, with the salary cap going down. The Vikings have cap issues, and uh, especially the cap going down, they just can't afford to be potentially giving away money. So, I mean, they're they're they love Dalvin. Mike Zimmer named him a captain this year, but uh, they, you know, and they've made him an offer. I don't know what the the initial offer is and how part they were but uh right. you know, if it doesn't happen for the vikings they hold all the cards in retaining dalvin cook moving forward so, yeah the stefan diggs that real i'm sorry steve it's okay. uh, the stefan diggs thing uh what happened with that i know they're gonna go with jefferson the rookie alan thielen to me is a platinum receiver but now he's just like Devontae Adams, you got one great receiver and other guys have to prove themselves. What happened with that? Why did that get so ugly so fast? You know, it was a very odd situation. I mean, I think Diggs, he just wanted to be the man. I mean, not necessarily over Adam Thielen, but they went to a more run-oriented attack last year with Dalvin Cook, and uh, they've made it clear with Mike Zimmer and bringing in Gary Kubiak that we're – run first, pass second type team. I mean, they were about a 50-50 split last year, but in today's NFL, that meant they ran just about, a, you know, them. Uh, of course, Baltimore with Lamar Jackson ran more than anybody, and then it was the Vikings in San Francisco were the only teams that were uh, even around the 50-50 split. So I think uh, he just wanted to be part of an offense that is uh, – throwing the ball more, and that uh, played a role in his ongoing frustration. When we talk about this Vikings team heading into this season, talking with Chris Thomason, uh, Vikings reporter from the St. Paul Pioneer Press here on the Wendy's Big Show, Uh, earlier in the show we talked about the Packers over-under win totals. According to Vegas, it's 8.5. I had said earlier, I, th- I think probably in all four cities, you probably have fans that think their team is capable uh, of winning nine games uh, this season, looking at the parity across the league and more than likely across this division. Where are Vikings fans' expectations with this team heading into the season? Well, I think they're cautiously optimistic just because the offense looks like it'd be pretty good. I think there was a lot of frustration during the offense about uh, what the heck's going on with the defense. We're losing all these guys, but not bringing Mm -hmm. in people. And then I think they got re-energized when uh, Igakwe was uh, acquired in the trade last week. But uh, a lot of it, it's, you know, it's it's a wait and see type attitude. I mean, 
no no preseason games, training camp closed to fans. I mean, there's a lot of mysteries. No, there there truly is. I get back over the offense a little bit. I mean, for for the better part of the last what probably about two or three years, past two or three years, I mean, the Minnesota Vikings offensive line really hadn't been that good. They tried to bolster it up. How are they feeling about their offensive line this year? Well, if you ask them, they say it's everything's just hunky dory. But uh, those <laughs> in the know, I mean, it's at best an average offensive line and maybe a little below average. I know. Pro Football Focus ranks them as number 23 among 32 NFL offensive lines. And I was talking a couple weeks ago with Mike Tice, the former Vikings head coach and longtime NFL offensive line coach who uh, knows more about offensive lines than any of us. And uh, he pretty much you know, said they're built for the run and he's got confidence in them as a run defense, but He's wondering how they're going to stack up when they get in situations where they're behind and have to pass because uh, they're not really built as much for that. And he doesn't see Riley Reef really as a true left tackle and sees, thinks he should be somewhere else along the line. And he kind of pegs them maybe in the uh, late teens type uh, when I ask him for a, an, a ranking among all NFL offensive lines. You know, listen, I thought that uh, Justin Jefferson was a good draft pick by you guys. Any early word out of camp, um, how, how he's been doing in camp? Well, he didn't win the number two receiving job. He's their number three receiver. He'll be their, their slot guy. And so there's kind of two ways to look at that. Uh, B.C. Johnson held him off, and he's the number two receiver. So he was solid last year as a rookie, not spectacular. So you might look at it, well, maybe he took a big leap and improved. Or maybe you could look at it like, well, maybe Jefferson, you know, typical rookie, no on-field spring drills, and it's taking him some time to adjust. So, again, one of those mysteries that we don't know. So uh, yep. is, is Jefferson, a pro, uh, being number three, a product more of how well Johnson played or a product more of mm-hmm. – it's going to take Jefferson some time. And before yeah. we let you go, real quick, Lamar, if oh, you've got another question. Outside looking in, Packers coming in, if you were to try to beat the Green Bay Packers, how would you uh, attack them? Well, obviously, you want to pressure the quarterback. You want to pressure Aaron Rodgers here. I'll pick you apart. If you look back in uh, – Vikings' recent history. I mean, Jared Allen had all kinds of good games. Oh, God, Packers yes. With, with a lot of <laughs> yeah. Yes. Don't yeah, he was roping them up. He yeah, was roping them up. Yeah, and Everson Griffin had a nice <laughs> yeah. run uh, of sacks there, too. So yeah. they probably figured, okay, we're going to be okay with these two stud defensive ends and going after Rodgers. But, uh, you know, now there's more uncertainty because one Pro Bowl defensive end is – on injured reserve and the other mm-hmm. just got here last week. So it kind of, after not having a training camp, so we'll have to see if he gets uh, winded and how much he's learned the system and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I played against, well, against a Kubiak and Shanahan and that whole group. Their thinking was, you know, to run a lot of eye backs, to run the ball on the perimeter, the blocking style of the offensive line. How much effect would Kubiak calling the plays now, being the coordinator, you know, because he's got his hand all over the offense. You know, they're going to do some good things. For that line, what he can do for them is show them the blocking screen, that zone blocking screen. You don't need a lot of great players 
But because uh, I thought maybe he was going to be in there to maybe one day be the head coach, but a lot of people saying he's not there to be a head coach. He just wants to work on the staff. No, he's one of those guys who is totally sincere. I mean, he's got yeah. a Super Bowl ring and as a head coach, and he has hardly any ego, and he's a total team guy. And uh, no, I mean, if if something happened with Zimmer for whatever reason, and could be acting head coach, you know. Who knows, maybe he'd take the job just because he's a team guy, but by no means, I think, does he have in his mind that uh, he's going to be a head coach again anytime in the very near future. But uh, I don't think the offense is going to change that much. I mean, previously, last year, Kubiak was the offensive advisor, and Kevin Stefanski was in his first full season as offensive coordinator, and uh, mm-hmm. they talked regularly, and Stefanski implemented a lot of what Kubiak said, and I'm sure if uh, Stefanski was calling something in a game that Kubiak vehemently opposed to, Stefanski would have been wise to uh, listen to Kubiak. So I don't think uh, things are going to change much. He is Chris Thomason, Vikings reporter for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. There he is. Oh, you're going to get a score out of him, Steve? Chris, do you want to give us a score? You know, it's not official, but I'm leaning toward 24-23 Packers. Oh, Chris. All right. All right. Good stuff. Milwaukee Steakhouse well, on me know, if you're right about that one, Chris. Keep, you got to keep your, your... – <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> this guy, yeah. All right, Chris. Take care. There he is. Right, Take care. There he yeah. is, Chris Thompson, the great Midwest Bank hotline. He's a big fan of the Milwaukee Steakhouse. Uh, had steak there with him one time, me, him, and Gary Wolfel, actually. Uh, so as your Packers win, we'll get him back over there. Right. As your passion outgrown your home, a Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. Up next, Great Lakes Dragway pick a lane. Mike Clemens still to come, our green and gold embedded Clemens reporter. Dog. He'll join us at 535 here on the Wendy's Big Show on a Thursday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 